Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam. I'm Quick. And I'm Lee. And you're listening to Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep. But to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for Duckets, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 or <laughs> 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Duckets. D&D fam, how y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in and welcome back. Thank you for all of those who are joining us on the podcast. And if you are listening to Apple and you have been enjoying us, do you know that you can leave a rating on Divas and Duckets on the Apple podcast? So we would love for you to go over there and give us some stars. And if you're watching here on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe below, hit that mm-hmm. bell so that when new episodes come out, you can be notified. All right. So we are back and on our diva docket today, we're talking about in a rut mm-hmm. versus reality. <laughs> and we thought it would be good to do because at this point, we're like knee deep into the second quarter. Mm-hmm. We're past the point where, you know, we all made those rosy. These are my year goals, right. top of the year, right. got it going. And then past the 90 days. Yes. Now <laughs> we're at the point where maybe you know, fell off the bandwagon a little Mm -hmm. bit or things aren't quite gelling the way that you thought they were. So, you know, you might just be a little stuck. Mm -hmm. And so we thought we could really talk through some of that, um, unpack Mm -hmm. some of that, and even, you know, share some of our experiences and, like, maybe things that might help um, you to kind of, you know, get back on your way. Yeah, for sure. I do think that... um Ooh, consistency and determination mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of those things, you know, like you said, when you're starting out the new year to be able to say one thing and, and not just, the, you know, new year, you could be yeah. carrying over things from last year, you know, just being able to get to it. And then you just get into a mental block, right? You have mm-hmm. that superpower and that energy and all of those mm-hmm. things that maybe the first week, first two weeks, sometimes mm-hmm. even, you know, if they say do anything for 30 days and it becomes a habit doesn't mean it becomes easy (laughs) at all right Mm -hmm. but sometimes people just get into these mental blocks I think Mm -hmm. writers call it writer's block and you know artists have it as well but um, you just get into a a mental block and Mm -hmm. everything just starts becoming you just get easily distracted or it's just a lot of effort yeah it's just a lot of effort right Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're still in you know 2022 we're starting to go back into the office if you know if you're corporate and things are starting to change where Mm -hmm. um, when 2021 2020 you had COVID and a lot of those um, we still have COVID right but they're not using allowing it to be used as such a, a a they're pushing us back out right they're pushing us back out they're taking masks off in school um but you know COVID still exists people still have those uh very real fears Mm -hmm. and uh, of that but the society in the in the world and the rules and regulations are saying okay it's time for you to get over it right Mm -hmm. but 
that could also be like a mental block, especially if, you know, like with us, we were yeah. corporate and worked in our offices at mm-hmm. home for mm-hmm. so long and you became productive and you had your systems and you got, still had your freedoms. And now it's like, go back into the office, go back into structure. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. what do you make? I, ha- I had a plan and this was working for me. Right. Um, and even to your point, you mentioned a mental block about being easily distracted. Mm-hmm. I think something that I noticed more and it, in office or out of office hasn't really changed. But, like, what I've noticed is that once COVID hit, it felt like I was distracted a lot easier. Mm. And I think some of it, at first, I got to the point where I didn't watch the news as much. But, you know, when when COVID first kind of hit the U.S. thing. Right, of course. Um, it was like, all you could do is watch the news right. and what's the newest thing. And, what's the, and you're just constantly inundated, not only with information, but it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. And so you're constantly having to be... Um, adaptive mm-hmm. and okay now this is the rule now this is the rule they went from if you're positive 10 days you know oh, you're quarantined yeah. 10 days to yeah. 5 days so I you know I think all of those changes and nothing really being stable or feeling stable for me for a while I really struggled with like I feel like I cannot focus mm-hmm. on a thing mm-hmm. for a long period of time Yeah, and so and then that also created anxiety not knowing like mm-hmm. what what the thing is or what the rules is I know especially mm-hmm. um, for me you know just trying to get into a routine and then with having you know a son in school like for the better part of the beginning of 2022 because of the way COVID was my son had not been vaccinated yet. So mm-hmm. even though he was not getting COVID, every time somebody in his class had it, yeah. those who were not vaccinated stay home. So for the better part of the beginning of 2022, my son maybe was in class six days yeah. within, you know, three months. And it was just like every week. It was so creating right. so much anxiety. It's hard I'm for like, you to get into work yeah. and you got to worry about, I mean, yeah. your kids at home. So. Yeah. yeah, I think for me, one of the things, and because... And sometimes there aren't solutions, so I don't want to say this, like, and be, like, flip about it. Mm. But I don't, I I try to think of solutions when I, or at least try, Mm -hmm. when I list out problems, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I will say has helped me a little bit, even though I do still have moments where I'm just everywhere, is, like, to make a list. So what I do, whether it's work or just, like, personal things that I'm trying to get done is every day... I have a list of three or four things that are priority. Like, Mm -hmm. do these three or four things. Now, I know a lot of us like to be super, especially type A's, Mm -hmm. you like to feel like, I got 10, 12 things. We're in a different world now. So, if you got, it doesn't have to be three, four, maybe five things that you can get done today. Three is sufficient. It is. (laughs) But, you know, it's overachievers. Right. Or that you can at least start on today. Obviously, huge projects, you know, that's going to take several steps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what I do... When I before I like log off for the day is I literally I I'll take like a sticky note and I might write the date and say you know these tick attack three four things that for work I have to accomplish tomorrow or same thing for you know like any other thing I have going on outside of work mm-hmm. it's like I'll have that separately three four these you go get these three four things done so you do have that sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. even though you feel like mentally like mm, I kind of went from here to here to here so I just knew you was about to say when you said smart goals. <laughs> You know how I feel about smart goal. <laughs> but, no, I was just going to say um, that, and it, it'll help you with the concept of, like, just getting started, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that's the hardest yeah. step. It's like, yeah. I'm everywhere. I got a thousand things to do. I feel like 24 hours have passed and nothing got done. Like, 
if you combine that with like that concept of like just getting started mm. with having that little list, it's mm-hmm. like you did do something today. You yeah. did, you know, you should feel like a sense of accomplishment and not beat yourself up because we are still in a pandemic. Things yeah. aren't normal. I don't know when they will be normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the new normal, right? Yeah. That part. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really think if you're having those mental blocks to maybe try those two things and see you know how that works out for you yeah and i also think um like i said just sometimes the hardest thing can be the first step Mm -hmm. right and just thinking about it sometimes instead of just taking it creates so much anxiety sometimes Mm -hmm. you know like you said just to just take the first step and then Mm -hmm. also with being in a rut it can also create like you said, that that gives you a sense of accomplishment. So when you don't mm-hmm. feel accomplished and you feel like I haven't done anything, mm-hmm. it can also lead into areas of depression where like I'm not gonna get anything in, done anyway. Let mm-hmm. me just stay in bed, and then then you feel bad for staying in bed mm-hmm. and not the doing whole anything, cycle. right? Yeah. Um, and it could just lead to other things. I I do think that when you are stuck in a rut, one, a very important thing to not create so much anxiety is to stop taking on other people's stuff. There's that. And stop taking on other. You gotta, you gotta, you try to get out for your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. And you have to be able to tell people no. Like right, mm-hmm. I can't handle it right now. Mm-hmm. It's okay, you know. Yeah. Um. And sometimes that alone, because a lot of times your stuff is not your stuff. Is got you in a rut. It's always trying to figure out how am I gonna juggle my regular life with everything I don't promise somebody else to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think. And you could change your mind. You, you could say, are, you know, at the time I right. could do it, but right now I don't. I don't have the bandwidth. And I don't have okay. capacity. And yeah, and let that be that, and mm-hmm. that's okay. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't keep your word and and all these right. other things. You know, if circumstances um, have changed, yeah. and I have reevaluated my ability to dive into this for sure. Um, and want to point out there is a difference between. You know, you just kind of in a funk, just kind of need mm-hmm. a little, you right. know, pick up, pick me up, and anxiety, depression. Right. If you are at the point where whether you feel more so along the depression lines or the anxiety lines, if it is affecting your ability to function throughout the day and to take steps mm-hmm. and it is affecting your everyday life, please, please, please take advantage of, you know, if your job has those um employee assistance mm-hmm. programs um, where you could get, I know some are like anywhere from five to ten free sessions um, with a therapist. Um, if not, there are several therapy websites. We'll, you know, try to have a few in our episode notes where you can talk to someone. Most mental health professionals work on a sliding scale yeah. um, so they can work with you in terms of just, you know, where you are financially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, definitely reach out talk to someone, um, you know, see what tools or resources that they can help you tap into um, to get you in a space where you are better and you are well um, because there is there is a difference, you know. Right. So, yeah, if it's affecting you, your, like your everyday life and your ability to, like, function, then, yeah, definitely tap into those resources. Yeah. And so, and, and you know, thinking about those top-of-the-year goals, right, mm-hmm. usually it's about getting better in finances and getting better, you know, physical health. Yep. Um, and so, like, let's talk about, because I think they are so closely aligned in how you achieve mm-hmm. success 
okay. in both whatever that success looks like to you, like whatever that you know goal is for you. I think mm-hmm. they are so closely aligned in what you have to do. Like you said, you have to set goals, you have to set mm-hmm. steps, you have to be consistent. Yeah. Um, whether it's budgeting or whether it's working out, you have to be consistent. You have to um, take inventory of what you're doing, but like especially you know with uh, well not especially but with um, losing weight you can mm-hmm. take inventory of your food and write those goals down when you're budgeting yeah. write down your bills i just think they're so closely aligned and for mm-hmm. some you know for me the financing part is a lot easier just because of how i was raised right yeah. it's something that it's i naturally do but i have struggled most of my adult life mm-hmm. with trying to balance my weight and being you know where i want it to be even though they are closely aligned but when i started thinking about it like if you can handle finances mm-hmm. You can handle the physical journey, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just transferring over those steps, you know, so like talk about a little bit about the physical journey because we're both on it, but talk about a little bit of the physical journey of how you got out the rut. Mm -hmm. Um, And even when you were in a rut, what were you feeling and what was that thing that made you be like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. So for me, um, to your point, I have never been a small person. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm short, but not small. Um, (laughs) So... I've, that's always been a thing. Um, I think it certainly didn't help. Um, you know, I had family members, I'll be completely honest, that, you know, always need to point out if you gained some weight, you lost some weight, oh, you lost mm-hmm. some weight, now you gained it. Mm-hmm. So there was also, to some extent, anxiety going into settings where you're going to be yeah. around family because you kind of know. Um, and, you know, tried all the diets, all the fads, all the things. And... Um, I got to a point where I feel like it was, um, it might've been like around late 2019, basically almost 2020. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where I was just tired of the, you'll lose maybe 10, 15 and then be in a rut and then you'll, you know, gain it back. And so I got to the point where I said, okay, I'm going to check this trainer out. A friend of mine, um, he wasn't training anymore, but he recommended, um, who is now my current trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I'm going to try this out and I'm going to give it my all. And if this don't work, then I'm just going to be comfortable being a BBW. Right. I'm just going to be a big girl. I'm going to own it. And that's going to be what it is. Um, and for me at the time, I was a 16. And not that's not to say, um, I want y'all to know, like, Every 16 is not the same. Right. I am 5'2". So right. for me, at my height, a 16 was on the thicker, more plus-size mm-hmm. look. I right. was, you know, I was just fluffy. It right. is what it is. Now, if you're a taller chick, a 16 looks totally different. So right. me saying I was a 16 is not saying, like, oh, that's automatically whatever, whatever. Like, I don't want anyone to have no feelings about that. Mm-hmm. But for me, my frame, a 16 was a bigger look. Mm-hmm. Um, And so... I was just like, I'm going to sit in that. I'm going to be a 16. I'm going to be a healthy girl. Like, it's cool because for me, an important thing to um, point out is my numbers mm-hmm. were good. Like, right. I never had high blood pressure, never had cholesterol issues. Mm-hmm. So all of those were fine. Right. Um, it was just my appearance was what it was. And so um, got with that trainer and did see some loss at first and then the same rep. And so this time... Um, that trainer kind of sat with me and we talked about some things and he was like, you know, I think you should um, maybe get some blood work done. Mm-hmm. And I had never, like, put the, you know, just never thought to do it. So went to, during my annual appointment, talked to the OB and was just, you know, we talked through even, like, down to birth control because I ended up, what I have is called PCOS, is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And mm-hmm. so it's essentially a hormonal imbalance, but it's cyclical. So one of the main symptoms is you have an irregular menstrual cycle. 
Um, and the hormone imbalance causes you, it's a hard time losing weight, weight stays on you. But the funny thing is what will help regulate your menstrual cycle is for you to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole just yeah, vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, and so one of the telltale signs besides that is elevated testosterone, which I didn't know. So even now, I periodically get my testosterone checked because when I experience a rut, if I'm doing everything I need to do food-wise and exercise-wise, it's usually the answer. Mm-hmm. It's your testosterone's elevated. Mm-hmm. We have to figure out how, how to get it down. lower. Okay. And so I think um, knowing that for me was like a release. It's not to say you don't want things to be wrong with you, but I think all my life I felt like almost just like crazy like just yeah and and you get those messages because people associate bigger frames and being fat with oh you just eat too much you're you're not disciplined etc and it's like I actually most of the time when I run into ruts I'm not eating enough right and so you know it was almost freeing to know like no this is your body will do the thing you want it to do but it needs some help. Mm-hmm. It needs it needs some adjustments. And even now, you know, I'm currently I recently um, got my testosterone checked because mm-hmm. I hit another plateau and I'm in in a space where I want to lose another 10, 15 because I want to tone up a right, little bit more. Right. Um, and so it was like, OK, here we, you know, here we go again. We got to make right. some more adjustments. Right. So for me, that switch, as you called it, was once I knew like I had the motivation then mm-hmm. to be like, OK, we could do the thing. Your body's not rejecting you. It mm-hmm. just needs something different than most people. You right. know, most people in a week might drop anywhere from two, three, some drop more than five pounds in a week. My body's not going to do that. Um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's really um, what did it for me. But like you said, a lot of it is a mental switch, mm-hmm. even with finance. Like what I struggled with, especially through college in my twenties, like swiping that card mm-hmm. and, <laughs> Paying the minimum, be like, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I think for me, I had to connect. Um, I had to connect my mind with like that retail therapy. Mm-hmm. Like I would, if I felt bad, go buy something. Right. And having the wherewithal to identify like what makes you make those financial decisions, mm-hmm. what makes you put yourself in that bind, and mm-hmm. a lot of it was either worrying about what other people thought, mm-hmm. trying to look like right. more than what I was, right. or yeah, I don't feel good. Have some people stressy. I don't right, feel exactly, good today. I'm gonna exactly, go buy something. Exactly. So you know, that's I, I said think, it's so closely aligned. Like you said, some people do. They they shop therapy. They mm-hmm. they eat bad or eat sweets mm-hmm. or whatever because mm-hmm. they they feel in some kind of way. And it's something that yeah. you just have to be aware of because yeah. all of us buy stuff. It's like you ain't even need that. What was the point? <laughs> oh my god! So gosh, like yes. all of us have to be aware of that. And I think even now when I do it, at least I try to put a certain dollar amount mm-hmm. on it. Like mm-hmm. okay. You just want to buy something, girl. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to spend. Here's a splurge account. Right. right. So, right. you know, even being cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. So that that was kind of it for me. And I know, you know, you had kind of experience in terms of, like, the pandemic. And you kind of, like, what was your funk and switch for you? Because, you know, you've been doing your... Um, you Why, thank you. Um, yeah, for me, so I gained 40 pounds um, in the last three years. And definitely two two of those three years was um, dealing with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the anxiety from COVID, you know, just not being able to go. I, I wasn't going to say not being able to go to a gym, mm-hmm. but 
the gym hasn't I've always had a gym membership and still have a gym membership and I always think about it every time that gets drafted out my account when's the last time you've been to a gym like mm-hmm. but I just won't cut it off because it's only $10 mm. but you know and I'm like one day my son might need it then you don't want to join again right and it'd be like $30 thing. yeah <laughs> right mm-hmm. so I just don't cut it off but anyways um so I can't necessarily blame it on that because mm-hmm. I've done home workouts for yeah. so long. Oh, I have, really good at that. Yeah, like, I have get dumbbells and kettlebells and mm-hmm. pull-up bars. So I have that kind of stuff at home. And Lord knows I have the programs that I could watch. Peloton and before it was Beachbody and got it all. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't necessarily blame it on the gym, but there was still a lack of motivation yeah. to work out. Mm-hmm. And... Um, being honest, obviously, if you've been watching, you notice that I'm no longer engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting out of a relationship where I, I, it was a great relationship for what it served its purpose for, mm-hmm. but there were definitely times neither one of us were happy, right? Yeah. So when I ended that and I realized that a lot of that weight I put on because, again, stress eating, mm-hmm. anxiety eating, not yeah. necessarily being happy, mm-hmm. um, not feeling like I had control yeah. of things and then getting out of that relationship and getting back to happy and being like, what did you do to yourself? Like, mm-hmm. why did you do this to yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, because I've always liked working out, but mm-hmm. it was the eating for me, right? Because yeah. I had a trainer for a whole year mm-hmm. and, you know, I went to my trainer and I told him until... Yeah, so feeling like I was out of out of control, and then when I got out of that relationship, and then you know got back to happy. Of course, you have time for reflection and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, got out of that relationship, got into back to peace, and just you know order of things of what the things that you're kind of used to it was like. How did you do this to yourself? Like, mm-hmm. how did you get to this place? Because I literally, physically, I'm not meant to be at the weight I was. Like, I was mm-hmm. heavier than I was nine months pregnant. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I like mm-hmm. my body's not meant to carry to that carry kind of weight. Like, you know, time. my blood that's when I got blood pressure issues, mm-hmm. you know, my knees were starting to hurt. Like, you know, people always say, you know, you look good in this, but I didn't feel good internally. Yeah. Like I just did not feel good. Mm-hmm. Walking up a flight of steps and being winded was not my thing. Like yeah. it was not fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like how did how did you get here? How did you let yourself get here? Mm-hmm. And I even had a trainer for a year. You know, we mm-hmm. were working out sometimes at the same facility, but I had a trainer for a year and he was amazing. And mm-hmm. honestly, when I was with him is when I got off of blood pressure medication yeah. um, and just teaching me. And I needed that as a motivation, you know, and it served, again, in that season, what I needed to get out of my rut of not working out. Right. But I knew ultimately the 40 pounds didn't come from not working out. It came from eating bad, right? Yeah. The high blood pressure came from between stress but also eating bad you know Mm -hmm. so I had to come to him and be realistic and be like no matter how much you do and you know to do everything that you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing but until I'm ready to put the fork down and do some real soul searching of why why I'm eating the way I'm eating Mm -hmm. and to change that there's nothing you could do so really I'm just wasting my money yeah like and they have at the gym the thing that says um 
I'm paraphrasing, but I think it pretty much says like you cannot out train a bad diet. Right. And I'm like, believe me, I've tried. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is it's so real. So like just what got me like out of the rut is realizing that I have put myself Mm-hmm. Like, in that place, obviously, like I said, freeing myself from a relationship where I wasn't happy, getting back to happy. So clearing space and making space back for my peace and happiness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then it was just like the motivation just like was get your body back, you know. Yeah. And it, it's hard. It oh, is yeah. hard. Just like budgeting and just mm-hmm. like finances, mm-hmm. doing it is hard. It oh, is yeah. not an easy day. And I... I was talking to my cousin because, you know, he's really into getting his physique ready and, Mm -hmm. you know, cut up. But he's like, it it takes work, you know, and people always compliment the physique, which is nice. You work for that, obviously. You obviously work for the product. But you don't realize the 5.30 mornings. I get up at 5.30 a.m., you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm a morning workout person. I realize that I like to do fasted cardio. I like to work out in the morning because once my day gets started, I'm going to be tired in yeah. the afternoons. Yeah. I have track. I have so much going on in the afternoon. I'm not going to work out if I don't work out mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. So for me, I have to get up at 5.30. I'm working out before I'm getting up my son mm-hmm. to start school and start all of those things. You know what I'm saying? But that's the sacrifice that people don't see. And that doesn't get it. I don't want to wake up at 530 in the morning. Yeah. It's not like the alarm goes off and I'm like, woohoo, mm-hmm. time to work out. Right. It's not like I want to say no sodas, right. no French fries, mm-hmm. no bread. No. It is a sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? But you do start seeing the results and then you start feeling better. Like there yeah. was a time where literally every single day I had a headache. For like three weeks. And I knew, I knew it was because I was eating wrong. And I still Mm -hmm. did it. And I was like, I I align it to, you know, a person that, you know, because I think we talked about it before, like judging someone that uses drugs, right? Yeah. Um, Then putting something bad in their body that they know is killing them. But Mm -hmm. we do the same thing with food. Yeah. We do the same exact thing with food. Mm -hmm. And I knew I needed to drink more water, mm-hmm. but I substituted for, I, I'm not really a soda drinker, but juice, give mm-hmm. it to me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Alcohol, wine, whatever. Give it to me with the mixer. Like, mm-hmm. I, you can't just give me, you know, vodka. <laughs> I need vodka and pineapple <laughs> That's juice. <a> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but I knew those things were literally making me sick and having headaches. But mm-hmm. when I started doing the right, like, me not having that headache every single morning is just worth it to to just keep pushing. Yeah. And I have hard days, but I have accountability partners, you mm-hmm. know, and you just have to figure out, like, as you're getting out of that rut, like, bringing in people that will hold you accountable mm-hmm. and finding out who they are. Some people could do the journey with you. Some people can't, and you can't be offended for yeah, those that can't they're because not they're able. not there yeah. yet, right? But you find that person, and I do think that that also helps Mm-hmm. Um, with getting out of out of a rut too. Yeah, and to your point, I think whether it's physical, financial, maybe you're studying for something, whatever mm-hmm. it is, I think when you mentioned like the five thirty a.m., like figure out to to your point about the rut, like what time of day are you most productive? Mm-hmm. Because everyone yeah. is different. Like yeah. are you, most of my friends, my mom, like y'all like that. Oh, I'm gonna work out in the morning. I am solid on that 6 p.m. Right. That's my time. Right. Like, I like to do it, you know. And, and, and to your point, it never – I heard someone in the um, – because I do personal training, but there's a usually a boot camp going mm-hmm, on while mm-hmm. I'm there. And I heard someone the other day ask, like, so when does it get to the point where you're like, when does this get easier? And it's like, it's not so much that you get in better shape. Yeah. So you're able to do certain things. You'll notice your wind is better or mm-hmm. certain things like that. But – the whole fitness is 
a journey. Mm-hmm. You're never, there's really no, never. I won't say there's no destination because you have goals, but there's always a next level. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. when something is easier, well, now it's time to up the weight. Right. Now, now it's time, time to, to do more push-ups. Yeah, like, so it's like it yeah. never gets to that point where you're like, mm, this was a breeze. Right. Um, but figuring out that time, like you said, like I said, regardless of if it is a physical goal mm-hmm. or a educational goal, if you're trying to maybe you want a new job, whatever it is that you're having to dedicate time to and getting out of a rut and going and doing the thing, figure out what time of day you're most productive because me trying to do something at 5.30 a.m., right. I'm setting myself up for failure. Right. I'm going to find every reason not to do that at right. 5.30 a.m. And then you'll be upset with yourself. Right, whereas other people feel like, I'm not waiting until 5 o'clock at night to do something. So everybody has mm-hmm. that, even with like work stuff, yeah. everybody has that period yeah. where it's like, I'm in a zone, yeah. and this is the best time for me to do this. Yeah. So like even that might help you um, and not beat yourself up as mm-hmm. much. So, um, And then I also think like, some of the things that keep us in a rut is like you said not being able to take that first step but mm-hmm. also just thinking past right always mm-hmm. the, we talk about depression and that's that's past thinking mm-hmm. right always being sad about something that has already occurred and I was recently um, you know reading one of my bible plans and it was called letting go of should mm. and you think about like this is the way I thought my life would be and this is this should have been how it happened mm-hmm. I was engaged I should have been married this year no, you know those things like letting go of what is it your mm-hmm. reality yeah. um, can keep you stuck right mm-hmm. um, but you can't change your you could change your reality for yeah, sure yeah. but you can't change what has happened in the past what happened happened in the past is usually a lesson to teach you to guide you mm-hmm. somehow if you're willing to look at it that way mm-hmm. as something to prepare you for a, a different future right, right? Yeah. um so like just letting go of what should have been mm-hmm. and embracing well this is what is and what can i do with it yeah and i think <laughs> I think especially as a woman, mm-hmm. I think a lot of women struggle with this with concept because I did what I think a lot of women do. Like, mm-hmm. I had this in my mind, planned it probably around 2021 mm-hmm. developed. And I just said, like, okay, I'm going to go to law school. I'm going to graduate at 25. <laughs> I'm going to get married. Yes, check, check. I'm going to have kids around, like, 28, 31, and then maybe that third possible around 34. Right, right. And that's going to be my life. And I'm going to, you know, work in legal and everything's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. The only thing on that list <laughs> that happened was I graduated at 25 right. years of age. And I think the moment I had, especially because COVID and the lockdown and all that isolation hit maybe a few months after I purchased my home. Mm. And so I think I kind of felt it a little bit around 27, 28, but I was around people. I didn't live alone, right, so I right. had more distraction right. from how that felt right. to me. Yeah. Um, but I think it really hit moving into my home. I was, what, 32? Mm-hmm. Um, and feeling like really having a moment of I have this house and no one's in it but mm-hmm. me. And I really struggled with that whole thing of, like, I thought – when I pictured myself having a home, like I pictured also having a partner. So I, it fast, I also, yeah, kids. I pictured yeah. having maybe some kids. So it's, and mm-hmm. that wasn't it. And so I think, you know, like I said, add the pandemic on top of that. Like I really struggled. Like I mm-hmm. am very honest about around summer 2020, my mental health was yeah. not in the best place. Like yeah. I had to go hardcore therapy because mm-hmm. I was I was a little fragile. Yeah. Um. And so. I think one of the things to your point of like what should 
that helped me was thinking about the change of perspective of what is because what is isn't necessarily negative even though it's not what you thought would be so I also sometimes think and like who better to big yourself up than you so every now and then I do think like I might be like coming back from walking my dog and I'm just like looking at my house and I'll be like yo me and God did this thing like I did not need and I'm not saying this is you know a bad thing but I was like I didn't need a man to do this with me like I was able to do it you know what I mean me and the Lord (laughs) and so I think when you think about the the alternative in a positive sometimes as opposed to a negative Mm -hmm. it can be so good and the thing of like okay, no, I didn't have them two kids in a possible at the point where I thought, but I had so many amazing experiences that I don't know that I would have been able to have having young children because life does change and what you're able to do unless you have, you know, maybe certain Mm -hmm. income changes Mm -hmm. when you have younger kids. So, like, being able to see the world, being (laughs) able to, like, look at some of the places I've been that, like, my parents and grandparents say, like, I I couldn't dream of going there. Like, that is important to me because you can't take away, you'll never forget you'll never experiences, forget experiences. like that. Yeah. And so two things can be true. Like you can want those things and they haven't happened for you yet, but it can also be great what's going on right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So, and I think allowing yourself to feel it, but then also take that moment of, like I said, the different perspective and being able to get yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. Because there are times where I still do think like, Okay, it would be nice to have this, that, and the third. Like, yeah, yeah, like I still. (laughs) Okay, so like I still do think about the things that I want, and like you do. I mean, it's human nature. You're like, are those things gonna happen for me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But also being able to be in that mode of like, well, child, I'm in my auntie status, and Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna come and go like I want in the meantime, in between time, and you know, enjoy that. So like, two things can be true. You can enjoy your life as it is and want those things mm-hmm. and you don't have to allow you don't have to let the desire for those things like paralyze you I right guess. right yeah yeah I mean I, I definitely I totally agree with you like feeling like you don't have to be either or right like mm-hmm. people I don't know why the sad feelings are even angry like feeling mm-hmm. angry about it is okay yeah you know and being okay with that and then in the next moment also feeling proud mm-hmm. and it's okay like don't i don't think you should let people make you feel like being sad about a situation or mm-hmm. um because you're not always happy go lucky about a situation make you feel like something is wrong with you yeah 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 um and yeah, I mean, the, you have the desires of your heart. I feel like God placed those desires of your heart there for a reason. So for sure, you're going to think about those things mm-hmm. when they're not happening. Mm-hmm. Like, to be sure, I desire to be married, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm not like in a rut, in a funk because, you know, I'm in my 40s and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Have I been in a rut, in a funk? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but in in this spirit, in this season, in this moment, I'm not. I'm happy. I'm at peace. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, doing the things that I can control, working out, eating mm-hmm. right, being an amazing mother, mm-hmm. um, you know, and doing the things that I can do. So, And I think it's important when you said that thing about getting back to happy as an individual, because yeah. I think we hear a lot of times, and that's not to confuse like what you were saying about like 
neither one of y'all being happy in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But you hear a lot of times when people will say, like, if so-and-so doesn't make you happy, leave, or such mm-hmm. and such. And I'm not saying, like, ever stay in something abusive or toxic or whatever, but I think if you are not happy by yourself, like, it is nobody's responsibility Oof. to make you happy. No one can make no. you happy. They can contribute to it. Right. They can, certain things about their uh, presence in your life right. can add to it, but, like, if you aren't happy mm-hmm. and you aren't doing the things that you know, uh, give you peace right. that adds to your life, that um, progress you in, mm-hmm. in whatever you're interested in, no person with, no. with you or not is going to right. be able to fix that. Nope. And I think sometimes people say that happiness thing with a person as if it's their job mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make you happy. Right. So I just wanted to be clear, like, I thought it was really important that you pointed that out, that, like, I had to get to a point yeah. of, because anybody that comes along, if you're not in a space where you know what brings you peace, mm-hmm. you know the things that add to your life, they're not going to, it'll be for not. Right. Like they're not going to be able to And it'll that. be for not in both ways, because if you don't know what makes you happy, one, they can never contribute to make that increase, yeah. right? But then also, if you don't know what makes you happy, then they can come in and whatever makes them happy, you attach to that. Yeah. And it could be making you unhappy, but you feel like, well, they're happy. So, yeah, you know, and you're not re- recognizing the, mm-hmm. the peace that you suddenly no longer have. Or, yeah. You know, so I think it works in, in, in both both ways. Mm-hmm. Like you can't grow from it and, you know, you can't realize, uh this person is taken away mm-hmm. from the happiness that I've already created if you don't have it within yourself first. So Yeah. 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 And there is a such thing as um I would never think of this little name, but like I've seen things about people say toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. So what you were saying about not letting people make you feel guilty mm-hmm. about being sad like I feel like we're conditioned in this spec for whatever reason. The world, like anything besides I am happy. Right. People are like, well, get it together. Right. You know, that we're uncomfortable with that. Right. And so people will say like, well, you should be grateful. Mm-hmm. Well, practice gratitude. Well, And it's like, no one is happy, whether they're in a relationship or not, no one is happy 100% no. of the time. That is just not life. No. Like, life lives, as we say all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just not I'm not going to question someone's genuineness. But I don't think it's possible. It's not genuine. Okay, well, I'm going to let you to the people who just, they always happy, everything's all good. Like, I don't think it's possible to be happy 100% of the time. It's been time, I'm single, and I'm going to be real. It's some, it's time where I'll be like, mm, I am not feeling it. It's not genuine. I I mean, I have lived that. It is not genuine. I feel like, um, honestly, I feel like that's a lot of reason that people get so depressed. I think it is. Suffer and that with anxiety, depression. They, they like suffer they have to with anxiety. They, suicide. Mm-hmm. You, it's people that's just always laughing and always smiling and always feeling they have to make everybody else happy like you said mm-hmm. it always have to be on and always have to be forming and make nothing is ever wrong yeah. and they can't ever talk about bad things or show mm-hmm. emotions of crying and being yeah. upset like they crash like mm-hmm. that is hard mm-hmm. that is hard some days i just be doing gospel <laughs> yoga and start crying like release all these information yeah. like, release these emotions so, I, you know, no, that it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. It's just not and genuine. And I've done the same. I remember it was, like I said, when I was, like, intense therapy because mm-hmm. I was like, oof. Yeah. And I remember telling her, like, I was just, because one of the things, I don't know, true tourist fashion, I like an ambiance. <laughs> and so one of the things I do for me is, like, every now and then I will run myself a bath. Mm-hmm. I light the little candles. I put on my little um, speaker. Mm-hmm. 
And I just had me a little wine. I had one of those boards that go across the um, bathtub. Yeah. So you can do that. It has a book, a little setting yeah. for the book. Of course it does. Of course so it does. I, like, it was just like R&B or Neo Soul. Like, like it was that kind of vibe. Very chill. And I remember I just was like ugly crying. Balling. I don't, like, it started off fine. And eventually I was <laughs> ugly crying. And I remember saying to my therapist, I was just like, I was just in there and it just... I mean, I just start. I just broke down. I just felt like I was like. I just felt like I almost. I said it as if I trapped myself like in that space. Oh, and she was like, "Or did you need the space to do that?" To like, relate. and it was just yeah. like that's real. And so there are times, even now, like I said, for the most part, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But there are times where whether it's overwhelmed, whatever the emotions are, where you just need a good cry. Mm-hmm. You need to just let that thing on out yeah, and move on. And I don't and think, I think it think... has to be about sadness. Like, sometimes it could literally be, I, I cry because of gratitude. Like, just it could be really be anything. Thankful. Gratitude, like, it could be stress, it could be... This song to yeah. this song to this day, it's an old gospel song. I think it's, uh, like, For Every Mountain. Mm-hmm. And yes. of course, never would have met. Those songs can make me ball right. at the drop the of happiest that. Day. And it's like I'm fine, <laughs> but the words when yeah. you think about when you listen yeah. to the words, it's like that kind of thing. So yeah, like you said, sometimes you need to release, and it might not be sadness per se. Mm-hmm. You might just have a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. It might be whatever. And don't even realize it. Sometimes yeah, you're how much carrying you're carrying a lot and being on go. Like I said, you're right. Like I feel like I'm just on go, and sometimes it mm-hmm. it just comes if you will allow it to. Mm-hmm. It will come out. And the release will feel so much better. Then you're not flipping and out on people. And then you could get up and be like, okay, let's ask her for another day. I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, like I think, like try not to allow this world to catch you up in mm-hmm. there. Because there's plenty of relationship gurus, positivity mm-hmm, gurus mm-hmm, where like mm-hmm. anything besides happy, mm-hmm. it makes you, yeah, they make right. you, it's almost like you're shamed for it. Right. And like, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So we hope this helps you. Um, like you say, your reality, it, sometimes your reality isn't what you think it is. And that's, you know, where a therapist could come in and help you see things from mm-hmm. a different perspective. Yes. Um, but also just if you are in a rut, you know, mm-hmm. accept things for kind of what they are mm-hmm. and realize that you have the power and control yes. to change them for mm-hmm. the better. It You do have the control. You do yes. have the power and you can make changes. You just have to largely mentally get there mm-hmm. and find the things that help you get there. Sometimes, like you say, yours, you know, is, you know, a, a nice tub. I, every two weeks, I go buy myself a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Yes, like, I just, sweet. I like flowers, mm-hmm. you know? And it was so funny. My son was like, I don't like you buying flowers for yourself. And I said, well, you going to buy? He said, yes, you can use my account. Oh, I was like, <laughs> not charge my account. You okay. Dear future daughter-in-law, <laughs> right? But I just, I just like flowers. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever your thing is, something to bring you positivity and to get you out of out of the rut. Something that makes um, you feel good. Yeah, something that makes you feel mm-hmm. good, and it doesn't always have to be lavish and trips and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be getting off of social media. Seriously. 
and just just decompressing like in in getting out of that comparison thing and yeah. this is uh, you know again letting go of shit whatever right? it is letting go I, of I shit. like self-care i think people often look at it as like something lavish like you mm-hmm. say like oh i'm taking a trip self-care right. and like that's fine that can yeah. be but i think um one of my favorites is what they call easing into your day mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. am a person my mama rolls her eyes at me because she'd be like you're i have an aunt who i look more like her than my mom mm-hmm. and she's who got me into that bad thing bathroom. at like 13. So my mom was just like, you were just the most. And so <laughs> very, I feel like it's very much on brand for my aunt that I'm talking about. Like the ease into your day. Mm-hmm. Like I get up and for the most part, like obviously if I got a deadline or something, that's different. But like I get up, I make myself, I love tea. I make myself some tea. Me and my dog, I let my dog out. Like I am not rushing right. to the computer to get in, oh, e- no. because to get in that mode. Like I'm yeah. going to get into yeah. this have my moment with my tea and like you know I, I probably do need to add like either devotion or motivation mm-hmm. I, I probably need to add a little spiritual mm-hmm. there but I have my moment and it might just be like like I said 10-15 minutes but it makes it easier to get to the work computer to be like okay yeah. Now let's get into it. I Instead agree. of just like, oh, let me get that up. Let me. Rush like, yeah. take care of yourself even in those small ways. Yeah. Even if it doesn't have to be something, like you said, that cost you hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, even in that, sometimes just sitting still, because I realize when I wake my son up earlier mm-hmm. to let him have those 10 to 15 minutes to just sit in bed, the morning goes so much smoother than. Then let's go, let's yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Get up, get up, get up. Mm-hmm. It's just like. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think that sometimes that morning, just waking up, but then being able to be still, mm-hmm. just think, sit. Yeah, it just makes Collect your, your thoughts. Yeah. Get out the fire. Get, get out, out the, the fire. Yeah. And yeah, it makes sure your mornings go better. So, all right, TNT yeah. fam, we hope again if you're in a rut, we hope you are doing your best because that's all you right. can do, and that is enough too. It is. Yes. Um, some days will be better than others. <laughs> yeah. Um, as we have said, two things can be true. And just, you know, one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Work through your things. Um, We don't have time today for a Dear Diva segment. But if you have questions, comments, concerns, shenanigans, we are divaadvice at gmail.com. That is D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com um, as quick said you should have subscribed below if you're watching mm-hmm. um, but you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram we are Divas and Ducats website www.divasandducats.com um, and that is, that is those are the things <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime in between time have a great attitude okay, bye bye